We need something <laughs> nutty. Nutty. Something wacky. Wacky. We need something, 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 something. We need something. Looney? Oops. Looney. Maybe you can hum the theme song Won't hold it against you if you get parts wrong While the memory's not too strong There's a piece of you from a time long gone So while these fuzzy warm feelings remain Question we ask is still the same Is it a treasure or just plain lame? Is this still good? Hello and welcome back to Is This Still Good? A podcast about removing nostalgia goggles and just seeing what lands. I'm a host, Sage. I'm Gavin, the other host. He's also a host. And we have a third person here who, um, is he a host? I'm I'm very confused how this works. Guest, maybe. He's a guest, sorry. It's been a long day. (laughs) I'm Thomas. Oh, well, hello there. Welcome. And Thomas, what did you bring for us to talk about today? I brought the 90s classic movie Space Jam, uh, want to clarify yeah 96 yeah so this is a a big pretty big movie of my childhood and i remember it quite fondly so it's kind of cool to go back and watch it as a 29 year old adult (laughs) when did you you, when did you you first see it uh i was gonna say i think this was my first movie theater memory of like my entire life probably like 95 i remember walking out of seeing space jam in theater somewhere yeah just walked out in the middle because you hated it yeah just because i just couldn't stand it it was <laughs> no yeah that was my my first memory was walking out and being like that like changed my life it, like honestly like spoiled actual basketball for me because if it wasn't basketball and cartoons like it didn't make any sense like there was just like the perfect fever dream of crossover for me as uh, five <laughs> honestly yeah yeah uh, do you want to make you want to make very sure that we're not confusing this with any of the other space jam movies that came out in the 90s uh i think this is the this is the one the definitive but yeah i think i think we're on the same page <laughs> <laughs> michael jordan bugs bunny and, and a and lot how... of other stars too but <laughs> there are a lot of people in this movie that i had forgotten how many times did you see this movie in theaters I couldn't tell you that maybe like probably twice or three times at the very most. But like, I just remember being like, just that was my favorite thing. Like that was like Space Jam was my favorite thing, period. Like clothes, toys, like I had all that. It was just, yeah, just very much young Thomas's favorite thing. Yeah. Space Jam feels pretty definitive, maybe even more than anything else we've talked about on this podcast, at least to me. When uh, Gavin, when you and I started talking about doing this, this was really the first thing that popped up into my mind. Really? Uh, okay. I held off on it for a while because it just felt obvious, but like, how could you talk about a 90s nostalgia podcast? I mean, to be reductive, we do more than that here. But how can you how can you do any of that without doing an episode on Space Jam? So this this I am dubbing the inevitable episode. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't have strong memories of like where I was in space when I saw it, or like space and time. Yeah. Uh, not Just space floating. jam to be confused. Uh, Good pun. But did you all see Time Jam? <laughs> But yeah, this is just something that has lived in my memory, and uh, so much of it came flooding back as we were watching it. And just the the soundtrack were dropped in to uh, I Believe I Can Fly. 
Yeah. It just all came <laughs> rushing back real quick. Yeah. And then there was also the shame of being like, I mean, this song's still great, but R. Kelly is a terrible garbage person. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really conflicting because, like, yeah, the movie's bookended with that song. It's just like, he walks out onto the field and it's just like, he's back. And it's like, the song is playing. I'm like, God, I hate this song so much. <laughs> yeah. What if it had then said a Harvey Weinstein production? That, I mean, that, yeah, that would have been even better. That would, be would not have been surprising, honestly. Yeah, I'm not proud of this, but like right after this movie, uh, I did like tell Google to play uh, Remix to Ignition, and then I felt good and bad at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I put on Hit Him High. Hit him, yeah, because it's just that greatest <laughs> like, posse cut ever. I mean, I still have the like, come on and slam. If you want a jam yeah, stuck in, yeah. like, it's on repeat in my skull right now. <laughs> the most 90s, yeah, phrase. Right? It's like... When I when I put, like, some of the seed on Instagram, they just I just wrote, come on and slam at the bottom, and our homie Clay replied it, and welcome to Japan. Yeah, that's great, yeah. <laughs> and that'll, that'll, I'll coast on that for a couple of hours, just feeling good before the reality of quarantine sinks back in. Yeah, it's a visceral reaction when, when someone asks you to jam or slam, you know, you, just gotta, you, <laughs> gotta, you gotta get excited for that. Yeah, uh, was... This movie does open up with young Michael playing like just shooting shots in his backyard at night and his yeah. dad walks out and we get come on dad one more shot yeah. <laughs> all right who's already pumped by this point yeah i mean yeah hit the raise your hand button <laughs> yeah, dad, dad. <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're treated to young michael no, in slow it. motion <laughs> running up for like a layup and we're just treated to uh, Michael Jordan's highlight career to the most fucking pump you up song that we've been describing. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> treat say, it is really the right word. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like the actual placement of all of it is just so hilarious to me because it retcons his actual retirement and right infuses it with this like lore of the idea of like yeah michael jordan had to go and help the looney tunes win a basketball game and that's what inspired him to go yeah. back to the nba i'll always think that's like the funniest thing on earth to me it's it's delightful <laughs> yeah. i had to i had it to makes... look up when this was made just to make sure because this is i guess two or three years after he did come back yeah, it's like right in that, like, yeah. That Sorry, what, what year was this again? It came out in 96? Yeah, right? it came out in 96. Okay, it, so that was the first season he was back, which means they filmed this before he was back playing basketball, <laughs> which I, what, what, what I love so much about this, this retcon is that it makes you think, like, was this all like a, a Joaquin Phoenix-style, like, art project <laughs> where he just <laughs> went to back baseball for a couple years so that he could make Space Jam? yeah. Yeah, then there's even, like... Uh, the movie, uh, the plot does not work if he's still playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, not really, yeah. And then, like, there's even a very subtle thing where, like, in the end, he, like, he ups the stakes in the basketball game where he's like, let's, like, double down. And, like, that's kind of, I feel like that's, like, a, a hint to his actual gambling problem, which was rumored, <laughs> which is rumored why he right. got suspended and, like, or retired in the first place. Oh. Like, there's, like, so much, like, weird stuff. I was just like, this it is... wasn't to play baseball like his father? That's the official story, but there is a rumor that, yeah, like, the NBA, like, secretly suspended him because he was gambling, like, pretty block. Like, he was... Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... Funny. Yeah. 
I feel like the NBA, despite what you see in this movie where they where they suspend the NBA for, for health risks, which, which I guess they've done right now. But right, that was a real... <laughs> I like, can't huh. see any situation where the NBA suspends their biggest attraction and arguably, actually, I'm going to say inarguably, the greatest basketball player of all time. True, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, agree. I do agree with that, but yeah. It's... Like, Will Chamberlain had no one blocking him. You go back to the <laughs> 70s and early 80s, and just, like, no one knows how to play defense, and that's why every basketball game is, like, 200-plus right, right. points yeah, at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, this might surprise people who know me, especially Gavin, but, like, I do have a lot of sports background and knowledge as long as it's, like, pre-Space Jam. <laughs> or, like, You've only got yeah, the first three-peat for the Bulls. That's the only yeah. information you have. Got it. That's solid, like, though, because that's, <laughs> that's pretty integral for this conversation. Yeah, it helps <laughs> right now. It's and important I knew, and I still yeah, remember... It's, it's under... <laughs> Well, I knew, like, the batting statistics of, like, baseball players of the 70s whose names I couldn't remember now. Like, that's how my head was okay. as a kid. I would read sports almanacs, and I would treat that shit as if it matters. And, like, the other day, I I forgot the name of the Bay Area basketball team. Oh, <laughs> I just God. couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah. So, all my credentials on display here. I'm qualified to talk about Space Jam, but I am not qualified to talk about whatever, like, Kevin Durant movie came out last year where he was putting together a team of kids or something. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way, like I said, like, after Space Jam was introduced into my life, regular basketball didn't make any sense. Cause I was just right. Like, why Why is Bugs Bunny not here making jokes? Cause this it is took the magic out of sports. Yeah. Why yeah. are these half-court dunks? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is this garbage? <laughs> yeah. Why isn't Yosemite Sand shooting guns in the air? Yeah, I remember that was like my favorite part. As a oh, kid, that little like it was my favorite part this morning when I watched Space Jam. <laughs> what they really needed was Bill Murray really could have breathed life into the NBA, and it was you know important to see like what we could have had. Yeah, seriously, and I just oh, such a great use of him like yearning to to be in there, and it's like yeah, it's like that sure. that running joke of him and Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, there's just room at the top. Like with yeah. Michael Jackson retiring, like a new breed of basketball superstar yeah. needs to step up. Yeah. Those people who haven't, you know, maybe they have the raw talent, but they've never given themselves the chance. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great so, to yeah. see Bill Murray in this. He's breathed a lot of life into it. It does feel like he's Garfielding his way through the whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's even Bill that's Murray so at like an effort of four though is like, is a <laughs> is lot. better than Wade Knight at an effort of seventeen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, have do we have we actually seen Bill Murray at an effort of anything above a seven like in his career? Um, <laughs> it's like his charm. Maybe some like... of the Jim Jarmusch stuff. It's like some of the yeah, I guess it's still low effort when he's doing like a Lost in Translation or something. Like, I want to see like a high energy Bill Murray performance. His, his, his charm is he's simmering. He has he's it's true. yeah yeah he's he's there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say about Michael in this movie too. Is like he's like not that great, but like the fact that like there's just so much zaniness around it is kind right. of like it, it keeps yeah. everything afloat. I feel and like he's... they were careful to pick like give him just enough lines to get through the movie yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. he does he's he's good at what he's doing but they don't and he is carrying the film in a lot of respects like he's definitely carrying his own but they don't ask a lot 
a lot of him. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Unlike Charles Barkley, who they make act. <laughs> I. Oh, god. oh my god! I was so happy to see that scene again. <laughs> oh my hey, god! I think Charles I Barkley is the MVP of this film. He's I, delightful. I would, yeah, I would agree. I put a vote towards that because yeah, yeah, that that scene <laughs> at the court. Yeah, they just shun him. <laughs> Get out of here, old man! It's like, Wanna be? Like, you yeah. ain't Charles Barkley. <laughs> Not every celebrity can do self-deprecation. And if you look at the rest of Michael Jordan's career, like his uh, his acceptance speech at the NBA Hall of Fame, where he yeah. just said, no one else ever helped me and I did everything myself. No one believed in me. Like, it's kind of shocking that even he can do the self-deprecation of just yeah. like, maybe I'm not that good at baseball. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> but like, like, there's a very humble Michael Jordan that exists that to even agree yeah. to make this movie. <laughs> well, everything about this movie is not not based in reality and i'm not i'm not saying the obvious things oh yeah, yeah i just yeah. mean like who michael jordan is like there's right there's a lot of lying to your face oh, in this movie also but i, I mean say, like, honestly all the super swear on this podcast yeah yeah go ahead yeah it's oh fine. yeah that's like the famous fuck those kids quote yeah, right? yeah it's like like michael <laughs> jordan like yeah he's <laughs> wait i'm sorry what is this there's this uh i i don't know i might be butchering the setup of it but the long story short is someone's like hey like michael jordan like if you make this shot like this like we'll donate x amount of money for charity for these kids and he just says fuck those kids <laughs> yeah that is great just to extend that story a little more it was like at a summer camp in front of an entire summer yeah, camp of yeah. children yeah. and he had to miss one of like i think like 20 shots and so it's just like the suspense keeps going. And if you watch like the video, the kids are like slowly realizing he's not going to throw the shot and they're not going to get shoes. <laughs> and so it's like shot after shot of him sinking it. And then he moves over to the guy who like, you know, put the bed up and he's just like, fuck them kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a dark, he's a, he's a, he's a kind of dark individual sometimes. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. And that's because when you win <laughs> six NBA championships and like, it's just like, your head is like in a different mental space, right? Like, fuck it, like you don't I, miss when, when you're dancing with Michael Jackson in a music video. You know, you're like, you're like, I might be God, I might be, I might yeah. be Jesus. Uh, yeah, no, I thought he did a pretty decent playing himself. The one thing I always remind myself of is like anytime an athlete or like a musician is in front of the camera in an acting role, whether they're playing themselves or whether they're they're playing someone else, like these are people who are comfortable being on camera in some way or form their entire yeah. life. They may not have excellent screen presence, but they're not gonna just constantly look at the camera and be weird the way I am. Yeah, pers a person who's worked around a camera his entire adult life still is like, that's a camera whenever yeah, yeah. I have to be in front of screen for any reason. Yeah, yeah, the, man, yeah. the man's had yeah. some media training. Yeah, and I think that extends as well to uh, um, like the other people who get their uh, skills absorbed by by the aliens? We're jumping ahead, but a they're bit. still all great. Like they're all great. Pat, they're all Pat, poking fun uh, of themselves. Ewing's Ewing? fantastic. Yeah. Larry Johnson, uh, Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy Bogues yeah. is incredible. That's uh, my favorite sight gag in the movie. When Muggsy Bogues ever is just walking down the hallway, and the other three are behind him, and they all just yeah. hit their heads. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Such yeah, or like yeah. going from like the super tall guy to Muggsy in the the therapist chair. Yeah, and yeah, just that yeah. simple that simple gag, and then it's just like, are you saying I hate my mom, <laughs> yeah. Muggsy? I didn't say that; you said that. But I love. Are my there? Mama. <laughs> but Gavin, are you having any other performance problems? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's great. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, let's re- let's introduce because after that moment, yeah. we're introduced to the villains of the movie. Yeah, let's uh, go plot talk. More more on Mountain. Danny DeVito. Uh, yeah, playing yeah. a slightly bigger Reynolds. fat green alien. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's you know, uh, and that like that that line that hangs in your head is like the kid. There's like an alien kid who rides a some sort of ride that just explodes and then he like exits dejected and bored and he goes god that was lame don't take me any, don't take me here anymore all right <laughs> yeah this extraterrestrial fe- i guess it's not an alien theme park to them <laughs> yeah this alien theme park is garbage yeah that part was was really bizarre i didn't really remember much of that yet i'm going to moron mountain because it it doesn't happen very it happens pretty fast like they get in there and they get out like i was gonna say the pacing of the first half is like really breakneck and i was like kind of like well, they have to yeah. introduce a lot of really bizarre elements in this 80 minute movie for children right. <laughs> yeah yeah and, was... and, and this is also the first and time we see the animation me. in the in the film and it's like slight combination of 3d and 2d that like yeah surprisingly good in my opinion the 3d is not excellent but again this is 90s yeah. Most but, of it works. I mean, Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out. Bleh, Roger Rabbit came out like seven years earlier. It mostly looks a lot better, but a lot more work went into that film. Yeah, but this looks surprisingly good. I was for gonna like, say, I think it holds up. It's with no like, Anaconda. Yeah, yeah. How did that hold up visually? <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, yeah, Anaconda was a delight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. John Voight. Oh, wait, Deep Lucy. Is that? I'm okay turning this into another Anaconda podcast. I'm gonna, I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put us back on this track. Always throwing ro- down like, the unlike, Anaconda moratorium. Unlike the end of this roller coaster uh, in in Moron Mountain, we're gonna stay on these rails. Stay on these rails. All right. And uh, you know, <laughs> we get to a place where he's looking. They need something to bring those uh, extraterrestrial children back to that. They need a new exhibit, a new ride, a new something. Was it silly? Something goofy? Something, Something... loony. <laughs> That's the word I was looking loony. for. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> and they um... do that, yeah. And so we are we are given the driving force of this movie in which these little shrimpy aliens are sent to kidnap the Looney Tunes and bring them back to Moron Mountain. Uh what a sentence. That's that's the world we live in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so that combined with the, like, strange career happenings of Michael Jordan it just makes this movie, like, I feel like the plot is just, like, yeah, just this weird, like, it just has to just keep going forward because if we stop to talk about it, there's just going to be too many questions. <laughs> yeah, right. for instance, where do these Looney Tunes live in terms of dimensions? Oh, the center of the Earth, you yes. know? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. hell. <laughs> Theologically yeah. speaking, the Looney Tunes are in hell. The Looney Tunes Inferno, as uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's referred to. Right, yeah. That's my favorite visual gag. I forget the name of the actor, but the, the Seinfeld side character guy. Wayne yeah, Newman. Yeah, Newman. <laughs> Microchip from The Punisher. Yeah, he digs the massive hole in the golf course. Like, I just love that. Oh, that's like, delightful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like such a good visual, and I just like, appreciate when they, like, they, they kind of mix the two worlds together a little bit like that. And Wayne Knight is the publicist for the Barons, the team that Michael Jordan has begun playing baseball for after retiring from the NBA. Um, we're treated to like this delight. I I, I love watching him 
played like that first at mount or at, where um, everyone's just letting yeah, him yeah. cheat it's and like, he's still not any good at it yeah, that is fine got, self-deprecation yeah, and yeah the catcher from the opposing teams like hey man thanks for like signing that base that basketball for my kid like i really appreciate it by the thanks way this next pitch don't, don't swing, swing for it don't, don't swing, swing for this one yeah. i'll give you another one don't Does worry don't worry <laughs> and he doesn't swing for it and everything's fine is that what no. is that, uh... we, we watch him we watch him strike out immediately yeah, stri- yeah, but it's okay because he looks he looks good striking out like you know everyone tells him so <laughs> you know he you guys, makes it look maybe, good maybe michael jordan isn't that good at baseball <laughs> and uh then we're treated to wayne knight's intro as he climbs over like and... falls off the top of the dugout uh, if, if you had to use an adjective to describe his entrance, what kind of adjective would you use? I mean, I'd say loony. Is, uh, is that what you're looking a, for? That's a good one. Uh, I was going to say falling, because I don't understand how adjectives work. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's a verb, but we'll move on. Clumsy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I... Zany, wacky. And we're treated to the relationship between Michael Jordan and... Uh, Wayne Knight, who is just like the most needy, loony. Yeah, man, he's just doing anything to appease, giving him rides. But mainly, Michael Jordan is just like this guy. Would someone rid me of this troublesome publicist? (laughs) Yeah, it's like weird nuisance, nuisance vibes where he's just like bumbling. Newman, Newman, the nuisance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you well, guys anyways. may not have known this, but uh, Wayne Knight actually auditioned for Looney Tunes quite quite a few times, but uh, they went with Will Ferrell instead. I might have that backwards. I don't... Wait, wait what? <laughs> I'll explain the bit to you later. Okay. Write into stillgoodpod at gmail.com and explain the bit to Gavin. <laughs> it's like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, moving on. So, um, now we meet Michael Jordan's family. He's got this adorable bulldog that tackles him with anaconda vision so fucking wholesome most wholesome <laughs> lifestyle ever. so many kids yeah they're yeah. just like and uh 2.5 kids yeah it's it's just so wholesome yeah, the, um, yeah i i appreciate them kind of storming in and in the night to do the little espionage to get the the shorts for him that's right a little bit, a little bit later but i also <laughs> i i always like that like little scene because like just them sneaking in it's like yeah it's so memorable yeah and the way to like in like integrate it in a way where it's like not super obvious like if it's like not the best looking but yeah like them kind of sneaking in at night and using the shadows and everything it looks a a clever way to it looks pretty good though most most of it like daffy and daffy's just fantastic in this entire film yeah like we get him doing his dennis rodman get up and uh (laughs) like his weird Knight armor that he I'm puts on later. Dennis too. Rodman is not in this movie. It is. Yeah. I wonder if he's just not safe enough for, Lo- for Warner <laughs> Brothers. Just a little too outside the box. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Rodman's not odd Brad for many people, despite all the Madonna jokes in this movie. Right. They also, I guess, kind of need to include as many different basketball teams as possible. Is probably one that of the other be, reasons. Yeah, yeah to yeah, really yeah. sell that Space Jam video game. <laughs> um, you know this is a thing, right? No. Oh, there is was a Space, a Space Jam, video, Jam game? video game, which is basically just an NBA Jam clone, but with the Looney Tunes in it. Um, and the Monstars? I really want them to remake that. Um, maybe like Parrot with a Shaq Fu remake. 
Yeah, I'm assuming <laughs> the monsters and everything else, but like, I, I want that game. Well, anyway. Also, the, the Space oh, Jam man. site from 1996 has not been updated, and you're welcome to go to it right now. Oh, God, I love that they left that up. It's so gorgeous. It's, it's so such good. a beautiful piece of internet. I mean, I know um, it's like they, for a certain amount of time, they did not do it intentionally, and then, and then it, there was intent to be like, well, it's, it's 2006, let's just leave the Space Jam site as is. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I vaguely remember this video game existing. Like, that's crazy. I mean, I doubt it's good, or it would have stood the test <laughs> yeah, of time. As, but like, as like a child that had a, a PlayStation and a, a scepter, and who was also obsessed with Space Jam, it feels weird that this was not a part of my childhood. <laughs> now, did you play Shaq Fu? A little bit. It was a little Shaq Fu in the childhood. <laughs> Describe Shaq Fu to me. Uh, I've never played Shaq Fu. <laughs> It's this a long, long time ago, but it's just like a fighting game, as far as I remember. But I probably couldn't tell you anything further than that, because yeah. Like. Gavin, is Shaq Fu still good? Final judgments on Shaq Fu. <laughs> as someone who's never played Shaq Fu but has watched playthroughs Perfect. of it, oh, you uh, are very qualified then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it aged well. It's gonna okay. be my my assumption. We'll save that for the Shaq Fu podcast <laughs> when we find our diehard die Shaq Fu head. Uh, to come come in and shack fool, a shack fool. Yes. Um. Anyway, the way we get into the we get because I just want to introduce Michael to the Looney Tunes world. We get um, and it's also our introduction to Bill Murray. Is they're playing golf. Uh, Newman's helping mm-hmm. him out, giving him those those talk ups, and Bill Murray's giving a little, you know, warm pump up to his ball as well before he he uh he Just hits hamming it up as yeah. much as possible and larry bird's also with them providing more of a straight man to bill murray and we also this is where we first hear about bill murray's dreams of now that michael jordan has vacated the top spot in the nba we learn that bill murray is ready to take up that mantle <laughs> do you think do you think Bill Murray had his like hotline in place at this point? You guys know about the Bill Murray hotline and how you get Bill Murray in a movie? Yeah, this does not feel like a Bill Murray hotline movie. But... Well, I mean, I, I feel like you could have uh, you could have called up Bill Murray, pitched the movie, and then he actually just picks up the phone and says he's in. <laughs> like, I want I want a recording of that pitch. That has to be the best feeling on earth to like be leaving a voicemail for Bill Murray and uh, just have him answer halfway yeah. through. For context, if if people don't know, legend is that to get Bill Murray in your movie, there is a hotline where you just call up and leave a message and a description, and maybe some will get will get back to you. I think this is in lieu of like an agent or like a traditional reach him. Yeah, no other way. I'm sure some people have a way to contact Bill Murray, but like if you want him to be in a movie, you don't have an established relationship. They just have the phone number. I'm sure. Wow. That's that's great. I, and I believe Michael Jordan was the one that made the call. <laughs> I think it was his buddy Wayne Knight. <laughs> well, I'd be in way, this movie. I mean, like, why not? After after getting a little bit more Michael Jordan gambling, um, he <laughs> hits the ball. He, he hits the golf ball so uh, down downfield <laughs> and Bugs Bunny. Oh, I guess we didn't say that. They, well, yeah. So the aliens want to kidnap the Looney Tunes. They go into the center of the earth. They capture Bugs Bunny. He said he like tricks them by providing 
uh, writing a, a small notebook and handing handing it to them that says like you got to give us a chance to defend ourselves. Yeah, because and they the rule book. <laughs> right, it's in the rule book clearly. Like they scotch taped the letter to inside <laughs> of a how to draw the Looney Tunes style that they just wrote how to kidnap the Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You guys didn't have that coloring book when you were a kid. <laughs> how to kidnap the Looney Tunes? I had a lot of Acme products, but I didn't have that. I also love what there's there's a slight in here too where Bugs Bunny like says, "What is this? Some kind of Mickey Mouse production here?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um, kind of Mickey Mouse operation would name their team the Ducks? The ducks, yeah. yeah oh yeah. man, it's so good. The layers. Take that, Eisner. But anyway, so it and oh, and at this point too, the aliens, five of them to a trench coat, sneak into a basketball game. Good gag. Good gag. It's yeah, delightful. yeah. The, the, I totally, yeah. Wearing Doctor Who scarf. And proceed to it's steal actually. the talent by, like, turning into invisible ooze and sneaking into, like, NBA superstars' nostrils. Via, no, via nostril, yeah. Yeah. And Do you guys not have that talent. coloring book? <laughs> and we're presented to some delightful top NBA stars just playing the worst sight gag basketball you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, like constant. On the court. Yeah, constantly getting based, uh, basketballs to the skull. No control or uh, art to what they're doing. It's delightful. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and that then leads us to them transforming themselves into like the. They, yeah, let me make sure I'm remembering this correctly. Then they go back to do the game, and then Bugs is like, "Hold on, one more second. We have to like do something." Like it's. I'm trying to remember this. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, so anyway, the, they're like, well, they're small, they're insignificant, they're diminutive. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Minitoons decide to challenge these shrimpy aliens with lasers to a game of basketball for the Which freedom of Looney Tunes. I don't know why they didn't just send their own tiny alien with lasers after them. <laughs> like, I feel like Marvin could have held their own at this point. I feel like, you know, Marvin's playing the ref. He's not really yeah. choosing teams. He's kind of well, like this is before. staying out. I got, the, I got my, my plot a little mixed up there. Yeah. This plot's not that thin. It's like, you know, very one thing after the other. But, like, it's it's a little... It I all makes call sense, it but... thick with two Cs. It's a thick plot. Uh, we're treated to, like, a 1940s instructional video on the game of basketball. Uh... So we're caught up with the aliens in case someone didn't know who basketball was. But upon practicing, uh, they watch these little little aliens absorb the talent of these NBA stars and turn into, um, as, the, as, they're, as they're called, superstars. They're monsters. Suffering succotash. They're monstars. Yeah, and fucking Sylvester. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, it, I didn't know we had Sylvester the, on this podcast. With, with, the, with the stutter, just nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a, the little gag when they're talking about planning things out, and, and then he brings up, yeah, he's like, we sneak into the old lady's house and we get the bird. And I was just like, I love that. It's like, oh god, it's like, so, terrifying. Just like so, so dark. He's just always just like one note, like, all right, I've got to get Tweety Bird. <laughs> I love that. Like, well, all these characters are one note, and that's why when they're all in service of a larger goal, they still have their own motivation from yeah, eighty yeah. years of Looney Tunes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like Wiley Coyote is a is a years. singing star. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Oh. And just like, yeah, Sylvester does screw up things many times, but just like, now's the chance to eat this bird. <laughs> it's like, they're going to throw you in a theme park, bud. So now that you have You're the necessary backup jail. that we've de- te- definitely gotten correct in terms of our uh, chronology here. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Our podcast, that. our podcast takes us back to <laughs> Michael Jordan playing golf with Larry Bird and uh, Bill Murray. Um he gets a pretty good drive in there, and Bugs Bunny, from beneath the planet's surface, grabs a magnet and gives Michael Jordan, with some assistant, his first hole-in-one. Uh, and we're treated to, like, one of my favorite bits, which is Newman encouraging him to, like, all right, just reach your hand in there, grab the ball, and we'll get this picture, all right? Now, now you've, you've got it. Like, it's... This is this is pure joy. Just I want to see your face read pure yeah, yeah, joy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's about to snap the picture when uh, Yosemite Sam sends a lasso up, grabs Michael Jordan, and pulls him through the the like hole into the planet's core to Looney Tunes land. And uh, Bill Murray then accuses. He's like, what "The fuck kind of camera is that?" Yes. Yeah. 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 That. <laughs> It's He's such like, a I don't know, it's show. just a point and shoot. Yeah, don't he, point that thing at me. Yeah, yeah he like grabs the camera. Yeah, that, I love How that did joke. he get here? <laughs> yeah. Also, the, the, the them walking off later, uh, it's uh, Bill I guess we'll figure Bird. this out later. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Larry's like, man, I hope Michael Jordan's okay. And like, man, he's fine. He just wanted to get away from that Stan guy. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm going to give us both twos on that last hole. We were in no, we were in no mental shape to putt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish that off-screen line had gone on for like another 30 seconds. This is yeah. the first note that I wrote down, which is just like, maybe from 94 to 95, Michael Jordan should have gone into golf because he's he's pretty good at that. He's much better at cheating, letting other people cheat at golf than he is at baseball in this movie. Also, oh, did you know you so can control good. golf balls with magnets? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the classic, yeah, like just using the magnet just to to grab something there's like this looney tunes logic like right it's like magnet plus anything is is coming also we're treated to now michael jordan is in looney tunes land he gets a a fat kiss all over the face from bugs yeah the scene uh, is like it's so good just like because it's just all of them just like doing their best thing just like yeah yeah it's really the looney tunes intro for like every character and we're treated to like just daffy being Daffy, which is delightful all through this movie, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah, all the all the Looney Tunes are great. We could probably just accept that and move past this. <laughs> like, there's no Looney Tune character that's just not bringing their A game, right? True, true, absolutely, yeah. And so they catch up Michael Jordan to what's going on. He's all in, you know. They're his friends from way back, uh, for yeah. some reason. <laughs> no, <they're laughs> and... See, he accepts the situation very well. It's just like, oh, I'm going to do this thing now. Yeah, it's t- time to save time to save the Looney Tunes from uh, enslavement by an alien uh, amusement park. I mean, would you? He's would a, you? Would you player. not? <laughs> also, at this point, there's no personal stakes. It's just like, yeah, well, I'm not going to go back to baseball. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, a sport I'm very bad at. Audience. So we get. Um, now we're introduced to their training facilities, which, you know, he's a little abhorred by, but uh, Daffy quickly says, all it needs is a little spit shine. And then this is a joke that I remember going on for such a long time. I don't, I don't know if this stuck out in your guys' memories, but just all the Looney Tunes just spitting Spears. everywhere. Yeah, and Michael spit. Jordan just looking around. Yeah, yeah. they're just 
Ugh. I'm surprised it never splashes onto the camera, or maybe it did and I missed it. No, they do that gag when Michael Jordan first shows up, or I think that he's like out there in 3D land, and then he spits on the camera. So which which do you think looks better when there's the live action elements in the animated world, or I guess it's just the one scene where they infiltrate Michael Jordan's house and in it's, 3D then land. it's animation in a live action world. That's how I felt. I felt like yeah. that scene where they're kind of doing a sleight of hand was working a little bit better than Michael Jordan kind of in the green screen room and he's kind of just sitting there. Yeah, it's yeah, moment by moment. Like There's times in the do. game that are pretty I'm, tough, like where it's like watching Michael Jordan be surrounded by the Monstars is a little... It all works, but like yeah. it's definitely got yeah. a charm to it, I would say. Yeah, yeah a, and like, that's... Some That's definitely shot. true with uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit as well. I'm going to say that right <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> Roger? You all have friends named Roger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when Roger and Jessica are, like, in the real world, or, like, well, no, okay, so it's all one world, but there's tunes in a mostly live-action environment, right. and then there's scenes where Bob Hoskins goes to Toonville, and it kind of looks like garbage. <laughs> it's yeah, that same sort of thing. I'm using garbage. It still looks pretty decent but it's not as believable because there's just a lot is, less work that goes into it i was never a big fan of who framed roger rabbit as a kid like and then when space jam came out like this like totally eclipsed me ever even wanting to watch who framed oh roger you rabbit. gotta rewatch it and i'm like eager to now because like it's obviously like a, a very highly lauded movie people fucking love it like yeah but a, i, mean, I it's feel like a, it's also kind of yeah. more of an adult movie really because it oh, is i mean just... you think about how dark that like third act is right it's a chinatown parody like for it is sure. oh, it is God, designed yeah. to be a dark noir film forget Whereas it Jake. it's space film. jam yeah <laughs> yeah yeah this is yeah just like space jam not as much it's like Ooh. Saturday morning cartoon vibes where it's like, it's just... Oh, very much so. Gags. Crossed with Michael yeah. Jordan's, like, unstoppable stardom in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... Yeah, well yeah most, well most famous yeah. person to ever live. Yeah. <laughs> just to toss out a few more bits that I really enjoy uh, in that early training thing. Bit talk. The Monstars run in and are just like, who's this wussy man? And Michael Jordan does not like that comment. <laughs> and then he says, maybe your chicken. And then we get... Uh, Foghorn Leghorn coming in. I, I, I'll resemble that comment. <laughs> I think it's for Mark. Yeah. I think that's the Foghorn Leghorn line. You're correct. Did anybody see Cool World? That's one no, I've never checked out. That's one I've I've heard mostly bad things. Yeah, Brad, Brad Pitt, uh, who's a very likable actor in a cartoon world. Oh, whoa. There's Never also the Looney Tunes back in action, which has Brendan Fraser yeah. visiting mm-hmm. the tunes, which I don't think I've seen either. Uh, there's also a Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. There was a lot of like live action cartoon hybrids. Rocky that came and out Bullwinkle. That is a callback. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah. I grew up on a lot of uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoons. Same I don't think here. I grew up yeah. too much on the on. I don't know. I grew up on what my dad was into. We didn't have TV. <laughs> But, like, for a brief period, I don't... A lot of this is probably because of the success of Space Jam carrying it through, like, the next five years where you got all of these live-action hybrid movies. Although Cool World's before it, I think. Yeah, Yeah, and there's also, like... uh, Ralph Bakshi, like, his animation used a lot of... Just because he was making stuff outside of the studio system, uh, the budget kind of necessitated a mixture of live action and cartoons. So if you go back and watch a lot more of those experimental films that he was making, like Fritz the Cat and uh, okay. right, 
<laughs> okay. Uh, but like wizards and stuff, it's just like he he kind of was experimenting with that even before. Uh, I think Roger Rabbit's really the first mainstream one I can think of that really did it. For sure. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that with fresh eyes because it's one of those movies that's like legendary and like people, the people that love it, love it. And it just always yeah. like seemed like a weird, in the in my mind, it was always like a weird cousin to this movie because I was like, for totally. me, for me, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, like That's Space Jam like, hit all, checked all the boxes for me. So I was just like, Roger Rabbit didn't really jump <laughs> yeah. out. Like, There's not basketball. room in your heart for more than one Space Jam. <laughs> There's only uh, no, Ro- Roger it's Rabbit a, is a is a much more adult uh, movie. It's dark as hell sometimes, and that makes the slapstick elements like really jarring. I think it okay. works for a lot of people. I have a hunch it might not work for you, but I, I would love you to report back. No, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'll be the next thing I watch. Well, that that is your homework for, <laughs> for Still yeah. Goodcast. I'm trying to do at least two movies a day, so I'm like... Where are you going to find that kind of time? Uh, some sort of quarantine, maybe? I don't know. Quarantine. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm so snap, sorry. Snaps, My brain snaps. is breaking. Oh, snaps boy. for that. Snaps for that. Oh, jeez. Just a all reminder, right, this is all being recorded under house arrest Yeah. Uh, for our own safety and protection. Spoilers for 2020, depending on when you watch dear, it. Dear Lord, this. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, where are we anyway, at? Where are we uh, at, Space think, Jam? Well, we, we're, this is where we're introduced to Lola Bunny, I believe. I think this is the first introduction of Lola Bunny in anything. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, I say uh, that for all I know, she's only in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be in the sequel as well. Uh, time jumps. Yeah. <laughs> time jumpers. Um, we meet her. Uh, Bugs is completely infatuated uh, by this sexy female bunny, and he calls her Doll. She's Which apparently is a mistake. No, yeah, Which, bad like, <laughs> as if this movie wasn't sexy enough. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, yeah, like, being like, oh, shit, like, you're not supposed to talk to girls that way as, like, a five-year-old. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I feel it's like a I'm, very like, feminist movie. <laughs> oh, no, he called her a doll. She'll run her eyes face. literally light on fire with up. rage. <laughs> yeah, literally in, in flame with rage. <laughs> and then she trounces him in one on one. Yeah, and then just leaves, which is the part I didn't she, remember. She like she just the leaves. Out. She like is the, the best basketball player as far as the cartoon characters are concerned. She balls yeah. the hell out. Yeah. Oh of man, easily. <laughs> like, but there's just like this weird moment where like. He's like, who can play basketball? She walks in, trounces bugs, and then just leaves. And then he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll coach the rest of you guys. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all got some room to you know. Well, that was, that was a scene for the boys, Gavin. Yeah. All right, I really like quick. Made it, I honestly think someone made a decision. Like, I think if Lola Bunny hangs out too much, like the, chill, the young boys in the crowd are just not going to be fucking paying attention. <laughs> it's like... All right, boys. Fuck Mary Kill, Jessica Rabbit, Lola oh, Buddy, Brad Pitt, and Cool World. Damn. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Obviously, I'm gonna marry Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> most that's fair. That's, that's the most very stable. stable he has had a very stable career. Yeah. I'm saying he's gonna treat you. Yeah, better. I guess I'd. Uh, I don't like being in a situation Although where I have to marry Lola Buddy. Quite a few times. <laughs> 
because I'm, I'm gonna sleep with Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> you definitely don't want to marry Jessica Rabbit, though. Let's say we'll, this we'll revisit this after you watch all these movies. I think about this every day before I go to sleep. <laughs> you I wish you have night. some great dreams. <laughs> My whiteboard is covered with the diagram to figure out exactly. I was so worried that sentence was going to end differently. <laughs> we also, uh, just to throw it back real back quick, to time, to another, another great Newman line is uh, when they're getting ready to go to uh, baseball practice. He's like, get your Hanes on, lace up your Nikes, grab your Wheaties and Gatorade. We'll pick up a Big Mac on the way to this ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, and in case you forgot, this was street. a cash grab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Oh my There's God. also like a close-up of Michael Jordan, like Jordan's Jordans, uh, to well, which one of the Monstars just says, cool shoes. Gavin, yeah. you sent me something that I haven't even looked at yet but why does this movie exist what's the origin story of space jam well according to wikipedia this movie draws inspiration from a nike commercial uh in which bugs is getting bullied by like a bunch of basketball players and uh michael jordan jumps in to save the day which you could extrapolate from there how we get to alien uh <laughs> enslavement of the entire looney tunes world the, the friendship I mean, that's... of michael jordan and bugs bunny began in Late 1991. Yeah. <laughs> this is Long probably <laughs> what I would come up with if you gave me the writing prop. Hey, turn this Nike commercial into a movie. <laughs> Honestly, like that that writer was like, I like, well, fucking got it. Shrimp aliens, <laughs> and then they <laughs> turn into Jumbo Shrimp, Call and then Bill they Bill have Murray a basketball scenario. game for Call the... Bill Murray right now. Get him on hole. He's I, already I dialed in. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 get um, you know Charles Barkley to get trounced by. Some random <laughs> girls at like an outside basketball Let's court. Let's talk about your favorite of... scene in the movie, Kevin. <laughs> it's a good scene. basketball jump. Which I think is also my favorite Ooh, scene. Baby. Yeah. That, I think it's that... certainly my favorite live action scene in the movie. <laughs> it's just delightful. I mean, there's not much more to describe it. We've, but, you know. He shows up to a court. Having lost play. all his talent. And then yes. just gets clowned on so he's by hanging. By he's hanging out wistfully by like the courts <laughs> in his neighborhood or wherever. Walking the streets because when you have no talent, you just walk the streets. So you have nothing else to do. Yeah, to a to a to a cover of a Cheech and Chong track that is just like really sets the mood. Yeah, oh, which is basketball Jones. And, and hold on, hold on. Uh, it's a, do a yourself cover, a favor. A cover with Barry White and Chris Rock. It's, it's oh a, man, it's so good. If you have any two people to cover a Cheech and Chong song, you're gonna call Barry White and Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. yeah. It's a great, it's a great sensual song behind the whole thing. <laughs> it's too. It's like as if this movie wasn't sexy enough. <laughs> Yeah, that that song is for sure like molasses. It's, it is <laughs> sexy and like slow. And the, but yeah, but slow. once Chris Rock starts talking, it's, it's, like, a, <laughs> it's like the least sexy voice. It's a slow jam. True. That, shout out to the slow jams. We need those to, to get rebooted. <laughs> slow jams. Oh, they're coming. Um, after all, like we are still expecting uh, a sequel to this movie. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. So, I have, so, oh, so many, so many things I could say about that too. <laughs> so now, now we've got Michael Jordan and a glimmering ray of hope for uh, the the Looney Tunes. They start practicing and become the Tune Squad. There's also, I think, we've kind of 
you know, grazed over it a little bit, but Bugs and Daffy have to go take back his shoes and college, or is it high school shorts? You have to go find his... NC State, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, you have to go get his North Carolina shorts. Where we're we're again treated to, like, his delightful family as they wrestle their bulldog to free the shorts to give to them. And then there's just, like, the line where it's like, all right, now don't tell anybody about this. Don't you tell anybody about this. <laughs> yeah, they do that. Yeah, the, and the kids are just like, yep, tunes. sure. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, exactly. We got yeah. your back, Bugs. Yeah, it also just kind of relieves them from the rest of the movie. Like, all right, they're just going to keep the secret, and they're just gonna, <laughs> they don't have to have any will-they-won't-they they spoil what's happening in Cartoon Land happening. Right. Yeah, yeah then we're I, into the game, I think, right? Yeah, like, let's, let's that's just like, it's there. a bunch of stuff that happens, and then there's the basketball <laughs> then, game. I don't remember the game, other yeah. elements. Yeah, the first, <laughs> everything before the game is just like all over, but then once the game starts, I don't know, it kind of like lasers in for me. I think yeah, that's man. when it really like... That's where <laughs> I really start focusing. Also, Newman <laughs> just kind of watches Bugs and Daffy yeah. go down another hole, and he just follows them, I guess, through through... He just keeps digging down to, to Toon World. Yeah. So he's in this movie. Well, he, know, he goes to he goes back to the golf course, he and he's like, this has to be here. Straight so he to hell. Yeah. He right, I don't think he ever left the golf course. There's a hole in the course. world. You think <laughs> yeah. someone would have told us. True, yeah. He doesn't leave the golf course. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's just, that's his life now. He's yeah, been no. spending all those days, which I guess Michael Jordan is too, like sleeping in Toon. Like, I'm assuming days have passed. Or his family's not worried. <laughs> There's, yeah, no, there's. These I are assume the questions the movie does not want you to ask. Well, you see, right. time works differently when you're closer to the core. It's a gravity thing. Oh, yeah, you saw like Interstellar. In this is like they, Interstellar. It's just they, as smart as Interstellar, they, and twice as sexy. It's based exactly, yeah, on the real world modeling of uh, the Toon World at the center of the Earth. Rip Torn worked on this movie. You this remember movie that? It's actually a prequel to the movie The Core. <laughs> Space Core. <laughs> But yeah, so this game is uh, the refs really not really not trying too hard. Again, like I, I don't know where Marvin's loyalties really lie, but the Monstars are getting away with a lot. Yeah, well, Marvin's a, a mercenary, so obviously he's he doesn't care. He's I would yeah, even I, argue that he is in cahoots. I, I wrote Damn, down at this point strong that they're, allegations. <laughs> I wrote down at this point that they're just playing NBA Jam on fire edition. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're just dunking, dunking. Like they've dunking. moved also on. Just a lot of straight up, basically murder happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites is like when the little mouse comes on because like, they just keep having to <laughs> that is... cycle in play. Like a, a plot line in this movie is that so much of the Toon Squad is getting murdered that they need to keep bringing in more and more Looney Tunes characters yeah. oh because they just need someone who can stand it's on the court so they don't have to forfeit. Bitch. But yeah, like the little kid is like the little mouse. He's the just little like, mouse. like, I'm just really happy to be here. It's like yeah, such an I mean, opportunity. I, I, I may not I be very tall, head. but like, I, you know, I'm going to try real hard. I told my mom that I'm, you know, I'm really going to try really hard. And I, Squish. Gonna, like, really <laughs> crush. And yeah. he gets like 20 seconds to just talk about how excited he is to be there they before time. he gets a murder. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is a movie that like is so slapstick, which isn't always my cup of tea. And it takes... Like, there's so many jokes thrown at the wall, and so many of them work. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Like, one of the things that stuck out 
uh, and examining all these properties we talk about from our childhood, it is very interesting to me to see what you actually remember after not seeing a property for 20 years. Yeah, and I yeah. definitely remember one of the aliens' pants getting pushed down and then Lola Bunny going, nice butt. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. three yeah. times as funny now. <laughs> yeah, like all of those, like the roster that they have to, to choose from people makes it just like a, a fun, like, like Avengers style thing where it's like like who could they possibly bring out for just a quick little gag and it's just, right. like, it's, just it's a lot of fun and it, we're also like violence is just funny oh yeah especially in the, con- <laughs> in the context of a basketball game when they when he's like when Swackhammer's like play like play dirty and then they just start like getting into it and I'm just like crush them <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway we're treated to a very one-sided first half I think like Looney Tunes get in a couple baskets early, like they're staying competitive. But then, yeah, uh, I forget the main villain's uh, name, but he says crush them. And this is the point where it's just dunk after dunk after dunk. No one really shoots except for Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he literally comes in with a few like we have a leaf shot. (laughs) Well, everyone else is too busy getting murdered. Yeah, and so this score, we're treated to like that classic Looney Tunes gag of the the scorecard just like going off the hinges in favor of the Monstars, and it just says, kind of one-sided, isn't it? Yeah. And then Marvin calls halftime by blasting a hole in Sylvester, uh, Sylvester's chest with a ray gun, (laughs) at which point Tweety comes in with the great holy putty tat, which another joke that just works on multiple levels. It's delightful. And uh, on more than one level. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's an exclamation. It's also, he's got a hole in him. That's oh, like two uh, Sorry, two that was that was some good premium Oof. humor that just shot way over my head. <laughs> you charge him for this podcast? Goodness gracious. <laughs> Not yet, but... Uh, we're we're actually only charging you, Thomas. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll it's Venmo a, It's you. a buy-in thing. <laughs> I'll Venmo you after all this. You get like five stocks. Okay. And, you know, the Vatican, if you're interested... <laughs> And stocks are only going up right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're treated to a very downhearted uh, Toon Squad, and Michael proceeds to try and pump them up. That, yeah, some... the, lo- the locker room scene is like, a, a, like it's a classic. Not for just like, yeah, it's silly, but also it, it ties into like the classic sports trope of like, you, you're going to get a locker room speech in a lot of ways, or like a lot of like pump up type of things. But the way they do it, I think, is like just super simple like i got this special formula and they all just go crazy on it because right because well first michael jordan tries to pump them up with words you know it's like we're we're getting killed out there but we got this like we can we can come back i believe in you i've seen this in you before like i saw you on this court like practicing i know that we're not playing 100 percent yet and what will you have deep inside you what you need to win this game uh but then bugs comes back out with uh Again, like his running bit is he just like attaches signs to different things and people just take it as like, this is exactly what this sign says. And so he has this water bottle that he has written Michael's secret stuff on. And he's like, yeah, I have mixed feelings about this plot point. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it's just like. I mean, I guess the other side's already cheating. They stole the souls of basketball players. (laughs) Well, you, you do understand that it is water in there, right? Oh, no, I assumed it was steroids. <laughs> no, match. I really just looking at this and I was like, should we be doing this? 
Uh, yeah, no, it's like the, the the classic. Like you had it all inside of you all along. So it's just water. It's just, yeah. like, just like inspired. right. Yeah. I'm shocked it was and, a Gatorade held label out towards the camera. <laughs> uh, that, I don't yeah. think well, that's dollar not... signs appear in the corner. Is that one of his? I don't. I don't think it is. I don't know. I don't know if he has done a sports drink stuff. I don't. I must. I don't know. If, if it was like a, a McDonald's just like brand blended Coke. Wheaties. <laughs> but yeah, I do love that they bring it back later. They was like, "Do you have any more of that secret stuff?" I feel like it's starting to fade. He's like, "That was water. The magic was inside you guys all along." Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's that's great and all good. But do you have this. any more of that stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like love that because that's a part of like so many like sports movies and just like yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, they like they were ninety percent magic the whole time. That, yeah, that's a thing about the end where he's like, could have told me about this. And you're like, I think, yeah, there could have been a little bit more zaniness in the basketball game, even though it is pretty fucking zany. Would you, would you, would you call it zany? Would you call it anything else? <laughs> Silly? Yes, that was Goofy? It. <laughs> Does anything else happen on Silly Jam? But anyway, Don't they come back. Goofy's Disney, so you're, you're confused. <laughs> Right, which I still love, you know, that, that Mickey Mouse joke. There's a couple targeted targeted bits. Queedy comes out and shows off his martial arts skills that he's known for. You get some good yeah. alien jumbo shrimp butt. Right. Uh, you know. You get the, the As wily, if this movie a... wasn't sexy enough. <laughs> no, that alien had cheeks. I, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, hold on a second, animators. You gave that alien cheeks. That was glutes for days. <laughs> Based on Charles Barkley, you know? You gotta gotta give credit where credit's due. That talent came <laughs> from somewhere. That's where the NBA consultation budget went. They're like, all right, we gotta make sure the butt cheeks are, like, accurate. Right. Actually, during all this, we had mentioned it earlier, but, too, like, the, uh, the NBA has actually shut down. And we get to see those five superstars going through just depression, therapy, medical tests. Uh, it's a truly great, like, short film in the middle of this. Yeah, it's great. I think my favorite little cameo in that section of the Looney Tunes kind of having their little upswing before, like, it's over-over is, like, the when Wiley Coyote shows up, because I was like, that's one of, like, my favorite characters. And I feel like he was kind of he's, reserved. He's, he's uh, yeah, one of the best. And so they, like, they use him at that moment like really appropriately it's like, okay like, when he when he just loads their basket up with uh yeah. explosives yeah 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 like <laughs> just the way it happens is just like it's just, on fire it's, edition yeah and yeah. it's the it's the one time that like a wily e. coyote uh gambit has paid off yes, and not backfired true, true. that's oh the only time wily e. coyote ever wins is in space jam that's that's Ooh. pretty pretty which i'm i'm here for it that was I'm, great that's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, was Roadrunner <laughs> even in this movie? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's got some bits. He, okay. uh, like, he's actually in the opening when because the way we find out that things are happening too is the kids are watching Looney Tunes after Michael yes, yeah, changes yeah. away from like the the newscaster saying like, "Forget a baseball bat, give this guy a tennis racket." And he's, and he's like, like "All right, that's enough of this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, Kids. All, right, kids. All right, kids. Let's put on some, some Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. And then they turn on Looney Tunes, and then it's uh, Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner, and Elmer Fudd run or not Elmer Fudd, uh, what's his name, the pig? Porky. Porky Pig runs in and says, like, all right, everybody, there's a, there's a, we're, we're, we've got a tune meeting. Everybody yeah. leaves. <laughs> Porky Pig is the, the bureaucrat that has to yeah. <laughs> around them all the <laughs> 
you know, the person who's the most directed to the point. Just really time efficient. The most, art, the most articulate of all the Looney Tunes. Yes. Wow, that's <laughs> so funny to me for no absolute good reason. So it's at just this point, universal on type. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just. He's it. just delightful too. Like every one of his, I, I didn't write down any of his bits, but like whenever he's replacing a word with another word, uh, it just made my heart shine. Like I felt good about it. <laughs> anyway, the the game's game's ongoing. They're starting to catch up, but they're still getting murdered at a remarkable remarkable rate. Yeah. And uh, again, Stan Newman has been down there, uh, sitting on the bench, this entire time, not being picked by Michael Jordan as a running joke. But finally, they've, they're starting to really run low. And Newman comes in for his chance to shine in the uh, in this Toon Squad game. He is past the ball. It's his chance. And he is just like sinquepal, uh I don't know what the word is, for five five <laughs> times murdered. Quintiple. <laughs> He's just crushed all the way to death. But man, just to make like one of the only threes in the game. So props to Newman for that. Yeah. Still, still lands the shot. Good on him. And we're also treated to, I think, the only fart... No, one of three fart jokes in the movie, because, like, Pepe Le Pew's in this movie, too. Seems, seems tan. Two? Two joke. Two fart jokes. Yeah. I don't know. Write into stillgoodpod <laughs> at gmail.com with your, with your fart count. I think there's... Uh, two, I'm going for two. I think they yeah. both happen in the game. Also. And they're both Pepe, uh, Pepe Le Pew forward. But yeah. even Pepe Le Pew has to uh, cover his nose when <laughs> Newman farts his way out of the stadium. Yeah. Uh, after being crushed and then inflated for some reason, I guess to like return well, he... him from a 2D uh, Ooh, pancake. Yeah, we skipped. <laughs> we did not talk about the wildest thing in this movie to me, which is when Michael Jordan first meets the alien and they fold him into 20 pieces and dribble him around the Oh, courts. yeah. Yeah, I remember that so vividly as a kid. Like, it's like the weird, like, him in, the, like, in a square, like, shape and, like, just they put him in the camera. Screaming. Like, yeah. yeah. And he just After rolls out and he's fine. Into I mean, yes, he's playing by Looney Tunes rules later, as we get in like the last, right. not the last scene, but the, the anyone climax. can do it. Yeah, try this. You at just home. gotta believe that you can fly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, R. Kelly. Thank you for, yeah. <laughs> thank you for everything, R. Kelly. <laughs> That's what you were saying, right? That's like finish your thoughts. Context. So Looney Tunes again, out of fifth player, uh, the Toon Squad needs somebody. Who could they give? Like now that they're just like. They're running out of their top league players. Someone needs to step up. Someone needs to take that, you know, mantle that has been vacant for some time now. They need players who, you know, maybe thought about playing, knew they had raw talent, but really never <laughs> stepped in and honed it. Uh, anybody else want to pop in with who might show up? <laughs> the, the greatest um, well-timed Bill Murray drop ever. That's right. Bill Murray. <laughs> back in this movie. The guy from Zombieland? Fifth man. <laughs> And we get that great line from the from the villain. Whoa, 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 I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. <laughs> yeah, didn't get as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, all right. Definitely classic. not a joke for children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. barely also, a joke for adults. Not, yeah. I don't even know if it's technically a joke, <laughs> as much as it is a reference. Yeah, yeah, true. There's a, but, a, a there is a hold on there is a, a an adult joke that happens later that I, I have to mention right now is when the monsters get turned back into the small aliens and they're like that was a crazy trip and then the, the blue aliens like I'll be down for another one and I was just like okay like, <laughs> like make a little stoner joke and I was like okay, yeah right, th thumbs up all right I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> 
But yeah, continue. <laughs> well, and so at this point, uh, the Toon Squad's only down by one point. Like, they've actually managed to come back from this insurmountable lead. It's, I think, like I mean, 77 to 76. It is 77 yeah. to 76. And it's very hard to, like, tell the the points through the game. Have, has, have either of you ever been to a Harlem Globetrotters game? Yes. No, I can't say I have. All right. So Harlem Globetrotters always, always have an opposing team. Uh, who's just the Washington Generals? I tried. Yeah, I tried when I the first time I saw a Harlem Globetrotters game. I tried to like keep track of my own score and uh, and see how it put across. And they were definitely just changing the score randomly during the game to put the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> off. Because here's the thing: most of the Harlem Globetrotters wacky tricks don't actually land, and the other team was scoring more points. And that's all I was thinking about through this entire third act of Space Jam. I, I have so looked up. I think the Harlem Globetrotters have lost like four games in their so history. So they definitely lost a lot more than that, but the scoreboard just changes like randomly during the game and they hope no one will notice. I do want to see that movie though of like <laughs> just the Washington Generals just being over it and just yeah. being like this one's our game. <laughs> I want to see a movie where someone like investigates the score fixing like like a quiz show style movie about the Harlem Globetrotters. It's like they're because that sort of score fixing is not okay. That's where it's, I stand. It's unfair to the league. It's unfair to the Globetrotters themselves. Really, it's unfair to, the really. It's unfair to Harlem. It's a disgrace to the game. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I still have a Harlem Globetrotters like a brochure in my garage like from years and years and years ago and then being there and being like yeah this is like like kind of cool but like like <laughs> i just wasn't that impressed do you, remember, do you remember how old you were when you saw them i want to say like j- like maybe junior high school okay so probably some of the magic is gone by then absolutely yeah like, <laughs> it was it was more like i was there with like some younger cousins and i was just like like and, and like I said, like I was like kind of into basketball, but not not that much. And so, yeah, it's just the antics are. You said there's not enough cartoons in Harlem Globetrotters. There's lack and, of Michael Jordan and Lola Bunny. That, that was the, <laughs> that's the very first thing I said. I was like, "Will Bugs Bunny be there?" And when I found out that was not the case, I was very disappointed. <laughs> but luckily, Bugs Bunny is there. Um, actually, no, he gets murdered, too, in this movie. He's out. Bill Murray is taking the Bugs Bunny spot, I think, if I remember correctly. Wait, uh, uh, he gets, like... No, he gets crushed for saving right, Lola. Right, because he cause... saves Lola Bunny. Yeah. And we're also given Bugs' okay for, like, anyone can do anything in Looney Tunes land. So, what happens? The ball is placed in Michael Jordan's hands. Uh, with, like, two seconds to go... But he's at half court. Yeah, but he's he ninety percent for... magic anyway. That's why people call him Magic Johnson. No, <laughs> right? Ninety percent magic <laughs> accuracy. So we're treated to Mike's first half court dunk. His first even miracle, if you will, with being tackled by half the monsters. His arm elongates to the length of half the court. Well, wait, hold on a second. Well, the way that 
they choreograph it is is really <laughs> beautiful because he he's he's good for the jump and then they all lash onto him like a bunch right. of parasites. Okay, he's yeah. still mid air. You're right. He would have had it. He would have had it. I'm not saying yeah, this probably like, isn't his first half court. Like, my mistake. Well, he bounced off over. that nice butt. If I remember correctly, steps on, he jumps steps up, on, steps on a nice butt, and gets a bounce off of it. Pretty so sure he steps on a face. He's gonna also. flubber his way to the other end, regardless. We we also forgot that at this point, um, Michael Jordan has se- has selflessly added himself to the potential uh, outcome of the game. He's yeah. gambled once again, where if he loses. He becomes the main attraction at Moron Mountain. This might be the most accurate basketball he's game. Thrown, <laughs> if he's, he's throwing Michael himself. Michael is gambling middle. <laughs> it's like my oh, favorite boy. thing on earth. He's like, this is not high stakes enough. <laughs> Prison? <I've> gotta, no. <laughs> what if I volunteer myself on the intentured servitude list? <laughs> Would that work for everyone? Just like, high enough stakes? Sorry, but if we close, win, you just... have to return the talent to those basketball players. It's like, I feel nothing. These stakes are too low. <laughs> Give me a reason to play. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Michael Jordan makes the dunk. The game is won. Uh, Sledgehammer? What's his name again? Swa- Swackhammer. Swackhammer. Slackhammer. Slackhammer uh, decides to just take them all as slaves anyway. Um, and that's when Michael Jordan inspires, not only, now that he's inspired the entire Looney Tunes uh, to step up and be the ball players that he knew oh. they could be. Actually, his name is actually Mr. Swackhammer. <laughs> Swack with a W? You wrote it to us. <laughs> Mr. Swackhammer. <laughs> you, you wrote Swackhammer so that we'd get it right. <laughs> I, I do apologize. Do not write in, please. Uh, uh, but now he inspires the uh, the aliens to rebel and uh, take independence from Mr. Swackhammer. And uh, in a very inspiring turn of events, they strap him to a rocket and shoot him into the stratosphere. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game. Yeah. It's a good game of basketball. They, very watchable. They GG. <laughs> yeah. The line of claps. It really and, got you in between that, that, that boring basketball period between the 91 to 93 Bulls and the 96 to 98 Bulls. This, this is how we got through that. Yes. <laughs> I like how Michael Jordan also magically knows how to give get the talent back from the Monstars to return to uh, his friends. Oh, it's yeah. It's 90% magic, Gavin. <laughs> Also, that all these basketball players were clearly best friends and hang out all the time. In, yeah. one, in the most, like, run-down gym, in the most undescript location of all time. Right. They're all just hanging out depressed, and he walks back in, and he's like, y'all touch, want your talent back? <laughs> touch this ball. Touch Whoa, this dude, ball. I don't know about touching this basketball, man. Like, yeah. leave me out of this. He's like, don't you want to play again? Oh, man, I don't... That ball, it's glowing and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Not convinced. I don't know. When Michael Jordan tells you to touch a ball, you touch a ball. I don't know. That dude, he's not a basketball player. Those were the rules of my house growing he's up. He's a baseball player. Yeah, at this point in time, this is correct. He's still just a baseball player. Yeah, what about that baseball? Who knows if he can even play anymore? All right, yeah. so. Oh, yeah, we also skipped over the fact that, yeah, he returns after that basketball game direct, via spaceship like into a baseball game. That he almost certainly lost. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, it's all it's a happy ending. Where where you know he's got his adorable family back. The kids almost let slip that he has another baseball game or another game but to play. Equilibrium's mostly been achieved. Yeah. It might be easier to talk about it this way. Is there any part of this movie you guys don't like? I would say, yeah, I, th- I do appreciate the, like I said, like kind of the sleight of hand when Daffy and Bugs come to the live action world. And I do appreciate like the animation, but I do think that they kind of stacked all of the good gags kind of at the end. And I was like, I feel like there could have been some more like visual things, even though it is pretty breakneck and relentless with all the gags we do get. I I felt like there there could have been a few more throughout the middle of it to kind of make that seem a little bit more prominent. I I think you're kind of forgetting how much of this movie is the baseball, uh, the basketball game. Like, It comes. I, I'm pretty sure that starts like halfway through the movie. It's a. I mean, it is the last quarter of the movie. is is just the basketball game, and then there's some other basketball related things going on. But right. like, yeah, I no, it's I, significant. I, just, I was just wanting more it's gags, like the the big hole in the golf course, kind of like stuff like that, where like the real that is, world is again being, delightful. Yeah, I just wanted to see more of like the real world kind of doing goofy loony things like that well thomas i think part of what what sage was trying to ask though is if you were to put this on a scale of three uh the best being is this still good is this better as a memory or is this something we should never speak of again how would you rate space jam i would say still on that scale i would say still good yeah, I mean, I, I would immediately jump in and agree with that. I think this movie is great. I would, yeah. I would like to three-peat all of this <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I've got, I've got nothing. You three-peat like Jordan. You, you repeat yes. the three-peat. I believe exactly. that's what they say. Uh, I don't have a lot of. I don't like. I don't really like Wayne Knight in this movie, and I know he fits in oh, perfectly, do, and that's a me sure. thing. But I just think when you've got cartoons doing wacky stuff, I don't need like a wacky live-action sidekick. True. Good. Like you've got I, Bill Murray injecting a different type is... of humor into this movie, and Wade sure. Knight is just just doing pratfalls. It just it doesn't work when other characters can literally fall through the earth for no reason. I think like, the comparison though of him as like a living cartoon and it being kind of sad kind of works great in chorus with like the powerhouse that it, that the powerhouses that are Daffy and Bugs. Yeah, like like you need someone to be like kind of on the level but yeah you don't want it to be like two two in one direction i think i mean you've already got charles barkley <laughs> what just is the being light? sad removing his powers yeah i just i think this movie's improved by just cutting wayne knight out of it i know it's it like, probably doesn't but... make the actual length required to call it a feature film at that point <laughs> it also but... kind of blows my mind i just had this thought it's weird that Shaq is not in this movie Shaq is not like in this would, movie. Dennis Rodman like is not in this movie. Yeah, I feel like Shaq... Kobe would, Bryant like, is not in this movie. Like, a 90s Shaq would fit, fit pretty perfectly, because he was in Good Burger. Yeah. Right. It's kind of, like, similar. Well, he's time. in, like, he had his own movies. Like, I'm sure we will We'll probably just do a Shaq episode at this point and, like, put together uh, Kazam I, I'm, and uh, I'm waiting for that Steel. phone call, because I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I saw Steel as a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. 
God, yeah. So there's there's a couple supplemental things to this. I mean, obviously, you can't talk about Space Jam without talking about Roger Rabbit. And I guess, did I do it right that time? <laughs> Roger Rabbit. Almost. Ro- Roger Rabbit? Oh, no. <laughs> so close, so close. <laughs> uh, I will work on it. And I guess mentioning Cool World. Uh, but there's a couple other things. Did anyone see a movie called Like Mike? Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Definitely so I, seen like Mike. I'm not even sure if I've seen like Mike. I just remember the premise, and I think they made a couple. Is just Bow Wow, right? It's it's little Bow Wow. I think it's little Bow Wow at that point. Nikki, my man, Jonathan Lit Nikki, <laughs> and he gets Michael Jordan sneakers that make him good at basketball. <laughs> I think no, he gets shoes. He literally gets like an old pair of shoes. I okay. I haven't seen it. Is it is it good? Yeah. No, he gets a pair. Is it of still good? Sh- he gets a pair of shoes from a thrift store, and they have MJ, Michael. They have MJ on it, and then he plays with them, and he gets he gets the swag from Michael. Right. And at that time, that swag was just to get into some some fun facts. I guess Michael Jordan was making had a thirty million dollar contract with the Bulls, but he was making forty million a year in endorsements in this movie. Like at the time of this, oh my. Goodness. Yeah, that's that very an absurd amount of money. I have to wonder. It's it's so interesting to have this gambling context now because I didn't I had forgotten all of that about Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan is a billionaire, but he wasn't yeah. a billionaire. He's one of like eight black billionaires in the world. Uh, yeah. He wasn't a billionaire until like 2018. <laughs> uh, I feel like it would have come a lot sooner. I know there's only so much money you could make within with um with labor or even through like commercial endorsements like you you can't really get to billionaire status without just owning assets yeah is that did that have something to do with like like a shoe deal like him like signing over air jordan or something like that he could have sold a company like that it could have also just been like he he's owned or he's managed the washington wizards for a while right for sure for sure yeah 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 um, um he also yeah, maybe, he, he, I know he, he would have gotten a long time on, ago hands down i think he famously was gambling on golf games i think throwing he's it good with some but magnets. he's not great <laughs> you know so that, that he's, he's he's plays an Look, expensive game of golf if i learned one thing from space jab it's that michael jordan's an amazing golfer <laughs> it's really his baseball help. it's definitely like him with his awesome backup crew of fucking looney tunes in the core of the earth <laughs> helping with the gravitational pull. I really enjoyed, there was, uh, just going to quote Wikipedia, which, you know, has to be correct. Like, there there was a sequel that was, like, attempted to be written that didn't take off, still based around basketball. But they also attempted a bunch of spinoffs. Really? which include Which included Spy Jam with what? Jackie Chan. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, that that eventually became back in action, which I haven't seen. Uh, there was Race Jam with Jeff Gordon. Race Jam sounds oh, NASCAR, like of NASCAR fan. <laughs> that is the most problematic name for- <laughs> <laughs> ever. Yeah, not not the best title. Uh, Harvey Weinstein presents Race Jam. <laughs> Skate Jam. Mel Gibson's Race Jam. <laughs> Skate Soundtrack Jam with Kelly. Tony Hawk. Oh my god, I want that movie so bad. <laughs> Like as and much I, as I love Space Jam, I have I have chosen for a Tony Hawk X Games. Like, it would be great. They have to yeah, win the X Games against time. aliens. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. I just I can't believe just we didn't get a to... version of this movie every two years. Yeah, <laughs> and then also Tiger Tiger Woods was also going to be doing a golf jam, but I don't know what that one was titled. Well, yeah. Well, now we have 
the the sequel that has called like, the I didn't Dolphin know how, Jam. how far along it was, but there's like leaked footage on. Yeah, well, it's not been footage. filmed. What? Yeah, it's like it's been wait, filmed. There's like wait, what? There's leaked. There's leaked behind the scenes footage of Space Jam Two online right now, which I didn't know existed before today. I thought how? it wasn't even shot, and so it's like done. Apparently. But what? Yeah. Who's to? Re- I mean, because like we have this whole section at the end called re- reboot time. We'll yeah. come up with a better title just because everything we love as a kid is going to be squeezed for cash at some point in our reality in there the Disney go. Plus era. <laughs> um, and this more than anything, like, of course there's going to be a sequel. But, like, you're saying not only is there, but it's been mostly filmed? Yeah, because yes. um, after LeBron James went into acting, he was... You know, that, the obvious choice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've always heard of this referred to as a LeBron James project. Uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was kind of as much as like, you know, uh, I'm not a huge basketball fan, but like, it was really fun seeing the Warriors go from like the always, always losing when I was growing up in San Francisco. They became really good, and then it was watching them and the uh, and the Cavaliers. Uh, so like, I have some not liking lebron james of course yeah just, if you're if you're oh, a bay area person if you have yeah that warriors in you then it, yeah you do not fuck with lebron james because he took away <laughs> our, our beautiful right. our season our like greatest season he like fuck and it, it did look almost single-handedly too and it was wild because he's uh, yeah, he's very good at basketball <laughs> the man's very, very good very good, and he, literally good is, he still if like the season is a wash but before it was, he was still on track to break, to still breaking records past Michael Jordan. Right, and, and much, much like uh, you know, just to in case this is listened to at a different year, there is no NBA this year uh, due to there's, coronavirus. There's just, there's just Space Jam games. They've all been <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been able to get. They've the all had their souls the possessed by alien shrimp. Right. This is really just so that LeBron James can film uh, Space Jam Two. <laughs> without which, jam harder <laughs> missing games which honestly like that is a very guilty thing in my mind but that's like a movie i still very much want to see in theaters because yes. like 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 just i very much I can, so yeah like, not on like been, hbo max or whatever yeah I, it, it's obviously it like will be whatever the quality will be like i don't know if it'll hold up i i'm worried this like if they'll go cgi it won't be that great well so I kind of have a flip thing because I have a whole wish list that I've always had for Space Jam too. Like one is like I don't know oh. if LeBron James is really who I would want with a story. I would love to see this with like Steph Curry. For sure. I, I and I just like Le- Steph LeBron Curry. LeBron in Trainwreck, which is like the only time I've seen him act, he's pretty good. Oh, he looks um, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. does all those like insurance commercials too. Yeah, he has good timing. He's he's he's, he's good. He's enjoyable on he screen. I would just yeah. like the, the rumor was Blake Griffin for a while. I mean, I did just see Blake Griffin in a kidding episode, and he's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was just good, like... good presence. Good presence. Um, and I mean, you still I wanna, I need like back five and, like, people, probably. Yeah, that's so, true. So I mean, like Blake Steph Griffin Curry would definitely be in there if you're picking like five of the most recognizable names for from the NBA and like really going through the same model, uh, yeah, it's whether it's a Steph sequel Curry's or just like... a reboot. Um, I just I always love I don't watch much basketball these days but of course there's like a Warriors presence just in my life from all the time that I lived in San Francisco and I always enjoyed watching just because Steph Curry was the only the only 
person I've ever seen who looks like he's having fun while he's playing. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, always maybe. been my problem with basketball and why I stopped playing it like in college against people. Is someone would make a shot over me. I'd be like, hey, man, nice job. And they'd just be like, <laughs> and just like really treat me like shit while I was complimenting them. Because <laughs> like, I don't think it's a competitive game without money on the line. <laughs> yeah, it's a little less camaraderie there when it's just like, oh, I'm cheating yeah. to ball out and here to <laughs> embarrass you. <laughs> but Curry's having fun. Yeah, he's, um, he's literally out there just smiling, shooting three-point shots from, like, 50 feet away. And it's like, <laughs> I also life. I also had the idea where, like, the animation's even more hybrided, where the Looney Tunes are still, like, the 2D models, but then, like, the aliens are, like, some sort of motion capture. <laughs> oh, I actually goodness. had this whole, like, who would you have, who would you have direct uh, Space Jam 2? Because a couple things really popped into mind. I mean, I would want to see, uh, what's his name? Uh, Seth Goldberg is that his name? Seth and, combining Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. <laughs> maybe yes. Are you? <laughs> maybe Seth Goldberg. Uh, the team, the team, like the team behind, um, you know, Super Bad. I think would be yeah, really fun. That's Seth so, Rogen and Evan Goldberg. You forgot who Seth Rogen is. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to hang on it. It's fine. It's I would, like, I, I don't know. It'll Russos. come back. I think the Russos. Would I was going to say part. that. Yeah. Yeah. And partially because I had that idea of like putting mocap in it, but also given their like community and rest of development background. Yeah. yeah. Like Russo brothers. I'd also throw out Taika Waititi. <laughs> I would oh, love man. to see Taika a Taika would Waititi be delightful. space jab. Well, because apparently you didn't read this, and I, I think you are a Justin Lin fan. Yeah. Justin Lin almost directed this this reboot. Ooh, that'd be pretty good. It would have been fun. That, yeah. yeah, that would have been um, really good, but it's going to be a boy, Malcolm D. Lee. I don't oh, really? Yeah. The last I saw was Terrence Nance? Who I <laughs> Malik. Don't know Terrence Malick, Space Jam 2. <laughs> and Ryan Ryan Coogler was producing? Yo, if Terrence Malick did Space Ooh. Jam 2, I would totally be down for like a five-hour brooding... Right. <laughs> <laughs> melancholy uh, reflection yeah. on the uh, meaning of grace it's just bugs bunny healing like an ankle injury the entire time <laughs> oh, no. i'm there i'm there <laughs> to slowly watch a cartoon character heal <laughs> and go through therapy from what a, from a frat fall gone wrong <laughs> the plot is like, like somehow the looney tunes like no longer heal the way that they used to <laughs> I don't and know. So many, so Daffy, much of it is like just murder. You need to stop operating on your friends. <laughs> oh, this is one of the many movies that I would like them to do an iteration of every two years. Just give a different director to crew and a different take, and that means you could get that Terrence Malick space gem. I want this for Face Off too. I think Face Off should be remade every two years with like the bones of it, but different set pieces and different directors. And like, we'll give it to a comedy director. Here's the Nick Cassavetes Face Off. Oh goodness! Oh my god, that is. It's such a gem of an idea. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But uh, we're not that lucky. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we would live in a world where Skate Jam would, would exist. And we'd have... Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping after quarantine ends, like, all the development that's happened right now, and there'll be a push for more entertainment to be made. And, like, studios will panic. we just like, ah, just make face-off five times. <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> Can we make five face-offs and stagger them a year apart and put them in the Wouldn't face-off universe? We'll just... They'll just have a hotline. Just call in. Like, I have an idea. <laughs> it's like, good. Oh, I want a Bill Murray, Nick Cage face-off. <laughs> Nick oh, Cage nice. will be in every other face-off. Taika Waititi's face-off. 
This has been Face Off Talk. Man. Face yeah, Jam. Yeah, face <laughs> Jam. Face <laughs> also, just give Taika Waititi the reins to everything. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, Seriously, yeah. I mean, there's okay, nothing but... that I wouldn't be like, oh, Taika shouldn't do this. So, yeah, I'm backing you up. Also, Sam Raimi's Space Jam, because that's another director yes. I'd like to see do everything. David Cronenberg's Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also very on really for good. That. Harmony yeah, Corinne's yeah. Space Jam. And then Quentin Tarantino wants to do one, but he says it has to be rated R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, Sam Raimi would be a solid choice. I think that. <laughs> Yeah, well, if we're lucky, all these people get to do a space jam, or a race jam, or a skate jam, or a face jam. Yeah, we really should just, race jam's just a bad name for a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Gordon be damned. Also, I keep reading his name as Gordon Ramsay, like, just because on text, I haven't seen the the words Jeff Gordon in a very long time, and I've never been a NASCAR fan. (laughs) Jeff but Gordon, Gordon Ramsay in a Looney Tunes thing, I would also <laughs> okay. love to see. I would also one final thing I wanna I wanna call out um, for a potential Space Jam reboot or sequel if something gets scratched or just another one. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I saw a fan picture with him on a cover. It was like Space Jam Two, Michael B. Jordan. I just I really want to see Ryan Coogler's Space Jam Two, where Michael B. Jordan gets folded into twenty pieces. There you go. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I'm sure he's like. I feel like I would not be surprised in the least if he is in a Mike um, this version that's coming, just because Ryan Coogler is involved. Or a like they just yeah. they probably just like to hang out. I mean, they're both supremely talented, but. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's a, a cameo for sure. Just like you mentioned, Steph Curry. Yeah, I feel like that's a easy like get someone like Hammer, yeah. fucking Tom Tom Brady. You'd be like, yeah, and just, I would just... keep Charles Bradley. <laughs> sure, yeah, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. <laughs> Charles Bradley. <laughs> I'm gonna talk for ninety right. minutes. Names are blurring together. It's just yeah. uh, just I've got face jam well, blindness. <laughs> okay, so well, I guess the last couple things we do on this podcast, real quick, is. Uh, even though we've given this all the still good, uh, is there something else you'd recommend in this vein to watch? Maybe as a double feature? Um, like good Mike? question. Yeah, Like Mike, that's one that, when you mentioned that, I was like, that is such a funny movie in relation to this because it, it just, like, it's all about the lore of Michael, Michael Jordan, but he's, like, <laughs> not in that movie at all. I don't have any other movies I would think. Um... I've, I've been watching Community. I would just say watch Community because it's fantastic. Sure. <laughs> it is very good. That's that's all I really have. The two sports movies that stick out. Well, there's actually there's a bunch of sports movies that stick in my head. But like The Sandlot's too easy of a reach for. It's amazing. Go watch it again. Um, cool Runnings, also just an amazing sports movie. Yeah. But one that like I don't remember that well, and I would be curious if it does hold up, is The Sixth Man. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird one. That's a real weird one. I'd also about... put Joanna Man in that as well because that's the one that's like it's all about like the gender switch, and I would just yeah. love to see how like if any of those jokes are like even. Oh man! <laughs> like, yeah, I, I did not. We see gotta that, do a gender swap comedy dangerous. at some point. <laughs> Wait, Sage, have you seen The Sixth Man? Uh, no, I haven't seen any. I haven't watched a lot of uh, sports movies. Like, just I don't real have quick, a spot the... in my heart. The Sixth Man is about, like, a college basketball team with two brothers, and one of them's kind of cocky, and he's, like, the showboater. Uh, And he dies, I think, in, like, a car crash or something. Yeah. And then he comes back 
as a ghost and <laughs> inhabits his brother's body to play basketball. But they argue about like, you know, does that mean that he's not his brother's not playing basketball or who he is? And it's just like this sibling rivalry while they kind of share a body and one of them's a dead ghost. Yeah, my older cousin had that poster in his bedroom, and I remember that poster very, very vividly. It was like Marlon Wayans over the basketball court, just like '90s face, like, it's like it's, oh, yeah. It sounds, it sounds like I don't movie. know what I'm talking about then, <laughs> and it's I amend my judgment. Strange, it's such a strange movie. Um, but I've there got, you have it. I've got two <laughs> tangentially related Keanu Reeves sports movies, actually. Uh, the Replacements always held a, a soft spot in my heart, which was uh, yeah. like the NFL goes on strike and they just bring in a bunch of scabs and it's like failed yeah, high, college football star Keanu Reeves is, and a soccer player Gene, is the kicker. Is that Gene Hackman too? Uh, in that one? Yeah. I don't know why my mind jumps to who's yours. So, so the scabs um, are the hero of the day? Uh, yeah, it is kind of like that, but like, no, this is like the, the NFL is painted as such villains of this, you know, unlike real life, uh, yeah, where no, they're, they're, they're on a lockout stuff. for payments. And one of the lines I remember is, do you know how much money insurance is on a fucking Lamborghini? <laughs> That's like why they need more money. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're not oh relatable. Oh, that's so good. But yeah. yeah. Also, I, I love the deep uh there's a bunch of dumb union jokes in space jam as well we're <laughs> yeah. like uh bill murray's asked like how did you get here he's like oh man i know the producer i just had a teamster come drop me off that is how it works and, <laughs> and like daffy's <laughs> complaining to bugs in the house it's like you know all that merchandising that that yeah, wb's yeah. doing have you seen a penny of that he's like not at all <laughs> I would Jeez. love to. Ooh, that's something I forgot about. I'd love to see a version, some sort of version of this, since it's still Warner Brothers with the Animaniacs, but like going through oh, yeah. live action Spielberg properties. Uh, so like they'd pop up in um, uh, Forrest Gump, but they'd pop up at, ooh, they would literally pop up in Back to the Future too. That could get meta <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Pinky in the brain. Yeah. Be, the, be great villains for yeah. it. It'd be delightful. You can throw throw everything in there. Like that is a movie I want to see very yeah. badly. And the other, and the, the other, um, unfortunately, one that I was got Ready Player was... One instead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would be down that's kind of weird. Those Mighty Duck movies because yeah, I remember the Mighty Ducks two is like really I loved that when I was when it came out and like it'd be cool to kind of rewatch it to see like is this yeah. actually still yeah <laughs> those I'm were sure charming we'll get through them hell. eventually. <laughs> we'll and see then, how many know... we do depending on how many quarantine go on. Hardball. I wanted to not talk about Hardball, but remind everyone that Hardball's a really cute movie that exists and you should watch it. I don't know what Hardball is. Is that also with Keanu Reeves? Yeah, Keanu Reeves, 2000. I mean, it's a little bit later. But yeah, it's yeah. Uh, alcoholic Keanu Reeves uh, getting his redemption by coaching a little league team. Yeah, and movie, there's like, a lot that exactly of notorious B.I.G. in that movie. That movie made my mom so sad. <laughs> I remember seeing that in theaters with my mom, and she was just, like, really unhappy about that movie. I remember having the Hardball soundtrack as a kid. Which, by the way, did any of you Space have soundtrack. the Space Jam soundtrack? I feel like we haven't yes. talked about the music in Space Jam enough, except for making yeah. all those R. Kelly jokes. No, I, I was going to say, it's, like, minus those two songs, it's, like, such a strong soundtrack. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally broke that CD as a kid just listening right. to... The Monstars theme, and then like the amazing song where Bugs like raps. <laughs> like, Wait, like, like what? What? Oh, hold on a second. Hold what? on. A second. I mean, we'll, I we'll a put in some of this in. You. Okay. Yeah, just drop it in. Uh, we'll, the, wow. The, the, okay. Uh, because I know we like, also have 
Fly Like an Eagle yeah. into the future. And then the other half of the album is is half of like Jock Jams Volume 2. <laughs> yeah. Just it's, it's everything off of... Stadium music. <laughs> yes, it's, it is all stadium music. It's I don't have anything else to talk no, about Space Jam. I think we're Jam. a good place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, no, just I go we, watch Space Jam again. Yeah, we, we yeah. Uh, did that cover the bases, I feel like. Where can people find you if you want them to find you, <laughs> Thomas? They can follow me on Instagram at Al Patron. Uh, if you just type in Al Patron, you should find me. And, good handle. Yeah, I'm on there, and I got stuff on YouTube. My group Blaze Wave is out there. Yeah, got all sorts of fun things. This was really fun. Thanks for inviting me, <laughs> talking about Space Jam and whatnot. This is dope. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at, at Hold for Plane on Instagram, or again by just typing Sage into Google and checking the first page, probably. Nice. Sage Alaska. I'm at, at Gavin V. Murray on uh, Instagram, and uh, you can follow the podcast at Still Good Pod on Instagram, and hopefully on your various podcatchers wherever you listen to podcasts yeah and i'm hoping to get one of those skywriter things so that there's just an at still good pod just always going around so that we can always be with you for when you eventually get to leave your house yeah so if you if, so yeah. goals i guess that's money not well spent while people can't really look at the sky from uh where they are 95 percent of the time but in brighter futures all right well this has been quarantunes uh thank you for joining us yeah <laughs> Very, very quiet. Oh, quiet. I'm quiet. hunting wabbits. Right. <laughs> yeah. Clap your hands to the beat. Everybody just clap your hands to the beat. Clap your hands to the beat. All right, fuzz face. Let's see what you're made of. Who got Bugs Bunny money? I give you some, some kind. To get more carrots every time I rhyme. Can a mouse write this? Does he have long furry ears like this? Can he make hits like this? It's like Jordan at the plate, you're likely to miss. Warner Brothers Inc. got bank keep counting. Rule from here to the moron mountain. Here's the game plan, listen up, Toon Squad. Number one objective, beat the monsters. Shouldn't be hard, them guys ain't too smart. But to be sure, snatch Jordan playing golf. Even though he tends to be a ball hog. Hey, Michael! Over here, superstar! Who says the bunny can't play above the rim? Wait till they get a load of me. That's who says the bunny can't ride? You're bugging. If bugs don't make you hop, you're bugging. Take the space and go stop, you're bugging.